uh, welcome to the AFA podcast, the official podcast of animationforadults.com. This is episode 39, and you can find all our previous episodes on animationforadults.com. You can find them on podcast.com, on um, iTunes, and on Stitcher. And I am Chris, and I am joined as always by my co-hosts and co-presenters and partners in crime. Hello, Dan, how are you? Hi, Chris. I didn't realise there was going to be crime. Uh, how are you the metaphorical crime okay not that not actual crime good um unless you know being too good at podcasting is a crime um not not yet not yet i think we're still there are still a few more years of the wild west and we'll get, a, we'll get away with it You're under arrest for being too damn good at podcasting <laughs> Uh, citizens arrest <laughs> <laughs> take me away officer I'm guilty as charged uh, my lord jeez as, as you have already heard I'm also joined by Rachel hello Rachel hey what's up not much <laughs> I'm ready for animation shenanigans yeah Woo, and Yvonne hello Yvonne hello How's it going? <laughs> Things are good. Oh, goodness. I'm sort of portable. I could go commit a crime as we record this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go steal a candy bar. Animation.com does not condone criminal actions. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Just a joke. It was just a yeah. joke. Backpedal, backpedal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this week we're going to be talking. Um, in honour of the publication of our recent article, um, the 10 most exciting animated films in production right now, the 2016 edition, uh, we're going to talk a bit later about some of the films that we are most anticipating um, from this year and ahead and onwards and into the future. Um, but before that, we must uh, talk about our usual animation topics, uh, talk about some news and some stuff we've been watching. Um, so some news this week uh, a couple of things that have debuted online this week include a couple of trailers that are worth talking about and first up is the full length trailer for Netflix and DreamWorks Animation's upcoming remake of Voltron a legendary defender <laughs> yeah oh, the hype the hype Rachel, is real <laughs> Rachel's a bit excited about this one I think uh yeah, just a, just a little bit. Um, just I can't stop smiling. I, I just ever since I watched the trailer, and I mean, I was. It's interesting the way that they are showing the how the characters, the dynamic between the different uh, the main characters is going to be. But I just already, I'm just I really love the design and the look of the show, and the feel also looks like it's going to be a, a a pleasant. I would say pleasant, a pleasant romp, adventure romp. So, yeah, I'm on board all the way. I'm very much looking forward to June yeah, <laughs> when this, we, when they air all the episodes. We were working on the theory that it was going to be sort of 2D animated characters and 3D animated robots and stuff. And mm-hmm. that's what it is, clearly, from that's the trailer. That's basically what it is. Mm. So that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I really like the way the characters look. It, it, looks, it looks a lot like um, Korra and Avatar, I think. Mm. Right, I haven't. Yeah, really, definitely. 
I haven't watched. Like, I, I literally like what was the main uh, the one character that was the most prominent in the trailer. I think it was um uh, Lance, the guy who pilots the Blue Lion. He he definitely like the entire time I was looking at his face. I'm like, why do I keep looking at his face? And I keep thinking Sokka from Avatar: The Last Airbender. But it's a good kind of comparison. It's like I got like this same kind of enjoyment out of that character as I did with Sokka. So I'm just like maybe maybe even something more. So I'm looking forward to it. And the studio, Mia, who were behind Korra, are doing the animation on this, which is why it looks a lot better than any other DreamWorks uh, TV shows that have been on Netflix. Oh my god, so much. <laughs> so I mean, excited! I mean, they've been doing 2D animation, but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> not not yet. Maybe sure. maybe if this if this does well, maybe they'll be more inclined to experiment with other programs, more just of incorporating that kind of style. Who knows? This is, this is way different territory for anything else they've done. Um, mm-hmm. Most of them have been their spin-offs of their um, their um, their, t- their movies. Uh, I mean, they've done Peabody and Sherman and the Crudes, and there's going to be a home one, but this. This looks more like it, and also the um, uh, Troll Hunters should be exciting as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that that definitely looks like it's going to have a really unique style to it. And I'm very looking for much looking forward to a trailer for that. But this, in, in the meantime, this is enough for me. Yep, June the tenth, uh, the first season is going to be available on Netflix everywhere you can get Netflix. So. Yeah, yeah that was too. one of the things that surprised me the most about the way that they're going to be releasing this is that basically they're releasing the first, basically all the first uh, episodes of the first season at once. So basically you could just pick up, you could just start watching the show and then just watch, like, kind of uh, marathon it if you really wanted to. And I don't think I've ever seen that happen when the show comes out on Netflix before. At least not because I don't really go on Netflix all that often. But maybe this will change my mind. That's that's pretty standard for Netflix. Is yeah. That's their thing. Really? It is. Yeah, yeah, they let you just binge watch the entire show. In fact, it's called binge watching. <laughs> and uh, like they're encouraging people to use that, which I thought was weird. But yeah. Um, they... yeah. But yeah, they, they really like uh, love like people just spending the whole first weekend like marathoning <laughs> you know, Kimmy Schmidt or, or Voltron. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, Orange go... is the New Black. They go, mm. you, li- you like Daredevil? Well, you can watch all of Daredevil until your eyes bleed. <laughs> well, you're, not leaving, you're not leaving the house this weekend. That's right. It's so messed up. I totally have done it. <laughs> well, I've actually, the only time I've done it was a little bit was watching with the, the Clone Wars, the Star Wars Clone Wars television show. But now I'll be able to do that with, uh, with Voltron, and I'm very excited. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. Oh Lord! Well, you know, it's supposed to. Your your brain is supposed to sort of ha- give you the same response as seeing a longtime friend when you binge watch like that, because the characters <laughs> get into your head. Isn't that interesting? Maybe that's, well, that's why they're encouraging it. <laughs> a double whammy for this particular series, because I already know these characters in a way from the old show, so it's gonna be. <laughs> It's going to be like coming home. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, the first episode's going to be an hour, and then the rest of the episode's going to be 22 minutes, so... Nice. And another trailer that has come out uh, this week is the uh, trailer for the the Red Turtle, which is the 
Michael do not do it slash Studio Ghibli co-production. Um, it's a bit pretty. <laughs> it's very very atmospheric from what I could tell from the trailer. It's just like it's I feel like at least with the way they presented the story, like we more or less have a general idea what the film's going to be about, but the still, it, I think it's there's still plenty of room for maybe some sudden turns or surprises. But just it's definitely just like it has this atmosphere, and it basically just shows you everything it can about it, and it just it's breathtaking. Um, it looks about as pretty as you expect from a Ghibli movie, but it doesn't yeah. look exactly like a Ghibli movie at the same time, which is good. No, the animation is quite different, I think. Mm. Like, the way the characters are moving, and obviously the design is not... They don't look like Japanese designs. Mm-mm. But they're very... Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a bit weird if it was, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be... Yeah. yeah. Simple, so. yet beautiful, I think, is the best way I could describe it. Like, well, at least in terms of the character design. And the trailer was shown on a French TV program, I think, and it said about a June release date. It obviously be France, so mm. um, I think you're gonna make a pilgrimage. Chris? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're sure about that? It's it's a silent movie, so uh, it would work. Well, IMD, IMDb seems to when it when it's you know it says cinemas near you. Oh, it sometimes yeah. says some in France, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to France to go to the <laughs> cinema. Thank you. Well, it's the nearest cinema near you. That's it's not the nearest <laughs> cinema near me, but it might be a bit nearer than some bits on the other side of the UK. But <laughs> nearer to me than Scotland, but um. I I think that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Just an excuse to take a trip. <laughs> the first AFA road trip. Okay, so last week uh, was actually the 90th and 90th birthday of the legendary British um, TV presenter and naturist. Naturist? No, naturalist. Naturist, very different. <laughs> the naturalist, um, David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. Um, and Arden Animations uh, produced a bunch of little shorts uh, to celebrate um, based on some of his most iconic moments from his nature documentaries um, and called them The Day I Met Attenborough and they were released online and they were also shown as part of a documentary on his birthday and yeah, they're awesome <laughs> <laughs> So um, funny, they're, 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 they're short but they're, they're every like bit of humor that they put in there in relation to the uh the different like the footage they have of uh Edinburgh um doing his doing his thing and then it cuts to the you know Ardman animation of the animals you know saying oh this is this is what he you know what he was doing around me <laughs> and it was <laughs> I, I I I've been watching that multiple times since we put you put up that that post on it Chris because it's just like oh my god this is so hilarious <laughs> It's basically like Creature Comforts, where they had animals being interviewed, but in that case, they were at, they actually did, did a bunch of interviews and then uh, animated animals to it, but this is obviously specially recorded, but it, mm-hmm. it's just as good. <laughs> um, yeah, to be no, like, my favourite would be the Lyrebird one. <laughs> uh, listen to this one. This is a pigeon. 
This is a horse. Uh, this is a zebra. If you thought they were good, uh, this is my best David impression. Here, <clears throat> here, <clears throat> here we have a mouse. This one you'll like, it's a chainsaw. Because liar birds are just funny in general. <laughs> yeah, they've they've be, they've very carefully selected really like the most the best clips from <laughs> the programs. Like like the bit of the gorillas is really famous and the bit of the liar birds really oh, famous. Oh yeah. Like, um I I'm always I'm never always sure if like Americans really know who David Attenborough is, but um <laughs> I um I put something on Twitter because um, I was saying, hey, it, it, last Sunday was a good day for birth for awesome people's birthdays because it was David Attenborough's and it was Jill's. And Jill, <laughs> Jill was impressed that she shared the birthday with him. So, Aww. obviously. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, so... And there was some more Oddman news and that is relating to their next movie, uh, which is called Early Man and it's being directed by Nick Park. And it's about football, apparently, in the Stone Age. <laughs> early, early football. Yeah. Uh, it was originally going to be called Early Man United, which was the clue. But I assume oh, funny. They, <laughs> they were like, no, actually, probably Man United will sue us. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the news is that they've cast Eddie Redmayne as the main character. Um, the Oscar winning actor from Theory of Everything and the not Oscar winning actor from Danish Girl and what's that movie um, the Jupiter Brothers Jupiter Ascending Ascending <laughs> yeah <laughs> wasn't that like it was like he's supposed to have done one of the best performances and then he did supposedly one of the most happy cheesy performances ever in that um, I haven't seen it I can't speak um, for it <laughs> no the fact that you haven't seen Jupiter Ascending is a good thing <laughs> It's from everything I've heard about it. It's just really, really silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this the um, the plot is apparently um, about the main character. He's called Dog Doug, and he's got a wild boar sidekick called Hognob, and they have to <laughs> they have to unite their tribe against um, a enemy called the Bronze Age, um, ah. and. Basically, it sounds like it's going to be that they're going to play football against this um, against this team of uh, bad guys, um, or a prehistoric equivalent of football, anyway. <laughs> or sh- soccer for our American listeners. <laughs> um, to translate for you, um, and it's going to come out in the UK in 2018, <laughs> which is a World Cup year, which is no uh, no coincidence. Ooh. No, certainly um, not. It hasn't got a it hasn't got a distributor for the US as yet. Um but uh Lionsgate did release Sean's Sheep. I know it didn't make very much money though, so I don't know. We'll see, <laughs> but, but I, I, I do sincerely want to see this because it sounds like it's gonna be it sounds like it's gonna be a hilarious 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 that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I can't it, talk either. It's spreading. Ah! <laughs> um, and also this week, 
um, I wrote up about some very interesting looking animation crowdfunding campaigns that are going on at the moment. Uh, some of them started this week and some of them started a bit longer ago, but still running. Um, one particularly interesting one is a short film called Mila, which is a short short CG film uh, directed by um, an Italian lady uh, who has worked at on films for DreamWorks, Disney, uh, Illumination and Sony Imageworks and she's making a very personal film uh, about a young girl who was caught up in World War Two, and it's actually based on the experiences of her mother so oh, um, wow. but it's um, it's also particularly pertinent because it's basically about the effect of uh, war on children um, so it's still relevant now <laughs> Even though it's set uh, in the World War Two, and Definitely. they've got more, they've got more than 250 artists working on it from more than 25 countries, um, and now they're taking to Indiegogo uh, basically to help them finish it, and they've already been working on it for a couple of years, and yeah, the animation is beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's a very worthy cause as well, I think. Um, nice. So uh, we will stick the. Uh, the link to it in the show notes and if you want to help that happen then go and check it out definitely and there's another couple of interesting uh, uh, crowdfunding uh, I think they're both on Kickstarter um, in this case <coughs> uh, one of them is called Orient City and it Ronin and the Princess and it is a samurai western which Ooh. should should basically be enough to make you want to see it <laughs> Um, yes and it is a very cool um, looking thing if you look at the the video Um, sort of a really graphic novel type style Um, and that is running until June if you want to check that out and also is a video game um, called Lin and the Spirits of (laughs) the Spirits of I Know I, it's N. It's I N A O. So forgive us if we're mispronouncing it. Yes, um, it is a two D platformer that is clearly influenced by the works of Hayao Miyazaki. And if you watch the video, it's even got um, the um, music sounds like Joe Hishashi music. <laughs> and it is. I think the people making it are from France. Um, and it's. It's hopefully going to be released on PC and all sorts of other things. But um, <laughs> at least in regards to the uh, the video game, I had I had something I wanted to say. Um, you said the developers that it's already been greenlit on Steam. Yeah. But they're I'm just so. they're just trying to expand into um, through this Kickstarter expand it into other platforms. Yeah, I think so. Um, if certainly if they reach the stretch goals, they want to. They're in, you know, investigating releases on things like PlayStation, Xbox, and I think there was a Wii U logo on there as well. Um, nice. Whether that'll actually happen, I don't know. That would and, be really super awesome. If they got on the Wii U because it yeah. looks, at least from the visual style of the game, it looks like it would fit right at home mm-hmm. with that system. Yeah, it looks really lovely. And nice. There's big, big whales floating in the air and stuff like that. <laughs> um, there's certainly 
spirited away vibe to a lot of it as well. Yeah, um, I, th- I think they saw this bit during the trailer where you do like go through this like doorway and you see like very much like a, it's like a scene out of the um, the you know, spirited away's bathhouse kind of like you see all these crazy creatures running around and it's like it, I, w- I, I want I want to know more about this world. It looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And there's some really gorgeous art artwork accompanying it and everything. So. Mm-hmm. If that sounds like it's up your street, then I say go check it out. Um, <laughs> I second that notion. Mm. So there we go. I think probably that's about it for news this week. Um, and we shall go on to talk about some stuff that we've been watching. I um, suppose I, I shall start. Um, this week I got to... Or, yeah, uh, I've watched the latest Ghost in the Shell movie. Well... I watched the new Ghost in the Shell movie, which is called Ghost in the Shell: The New Movie. Um, <laughs> which, which Very I interesting title. Yeah, I'd like to have been a fly on the wall in the uh, meeting where they came up with that. What should we call this new Ghost in the Shell movie? Ghost the in the Shell: The New Movie. Which it's not going to be relevant for that long, because at some point it's going to be Ghost in the Shell: The Old Movie, and you'll be saying. What's that old Ghost in the Shell movie? Oh, you mean Ghost in the Shell, the new movie? But that's an old movie. That's uh, right. No, yeah. the new, new movie. Yeah, what do we mean? The newer movie. And then the, the newest. The yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that, How was it, that, Chris? That actual movie was pretty good. Um, it is... It's actually continuing in the continuity of Ghost in the Shell Arise, which is the most recent um, series that they did, uh, which is completely separate from the standalone complex TV show and completely separate from the original movies hmm. and and from the comics. It is a completely fresh adaptation that is basically features younger versions of all the characters, and it is before they joined um, Section 9. Um and initially, when I saw Arise, I wasn't that impressed. But I have gone back and rewatched some of it, and I actually, I kind of get what they're doing more. I think, well, it's not the same, but it's still, still pretty good. And it sort of, it feels more like a sort of uh, detective show than any, any of the rest of it. Mm. Sort of like a police procedural, but with cyborgs and and ghost hacking and stuff like that. Nice. So, so I thought that's pretty cool, and. Um, this is based in the same move, based in the same universe as it. But I, w- I think it is much more like other Ghost in the Shell movies than it is necessarily like Arise. Uh, really? I think how would you how would you say that? Well, I, I think it just feels more like like standalone complex or whatever. I think it's probably it's a bit of a reaction to the reaction to Arise because I think it was sort of people were underwhelmed by Arise. They said, it's all different. Don't like different. So they went, <laughs> okay, let's make it less different. Um, and, um, so yeah, it's just just like another case. And and it's got all the um, cool Ghost in the Shell ideas, like um, like false memories being implanted and stuff, and the cool... Oh, yeah, I things. remember that. Oh, yeah, I, just Ghost in the Shell is like one of my favourite sort of sci-fi universe it's just because of all the concepts and everything i just i just think they're all really cool um so and it sort of at the end it 
I'm pretty sure that the end of the film is like a reference to the beginning of the um, the first film. Um, it feels very much like this, like the sort of opening action sequence in the 1995 movie. Awesome. So I think it's kind of it's sort of like they're bringing it home at the end of the movie. So, so now we're here. It's kind of like the way like the the recent James Bond movies. They sort of started before he's the Bond you know, but then mm-hmm. you get by the end of it, you're like, oh right, I know. It's all in the place now. It's it's all <laughs> Bond. So I think it's kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I really thought it was really good fun, and it's production ID, so it's really shiny. Uh, <laughs> um, it's got pretty good music um, by a Japanese electronic artist called Cornelius. It's not as good as Yoko Kano, because you know what is. That's, yeah, really. That is, that is another thing. I think like people compare like the music and the animation and stuff, and they go, well, "It's not quite as good, but it's still good." Yoko, you know, I, Yoko Kano is kind of hard to top. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, so you know, being a not quite up there, you know, not being a not as good as the rest of the Ghost in the Shell movie is still a pretty good movie, <laughs> by my reckoning. So. What Ghost in the Shell did Yoko Kano do music for? Uh, the Standalone Complex TV show. Right. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I've. Yeah, I've got one of the. I think a couple of soundtrack albums. I've got one of them, and it's amazing. It is really, <laughs> really impressive music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love. I, I don't know if if um, Yoko Kano did this one, but I really like the music. Um, in the episode where the um, Tachikoma is like friends with a little girl oh god it's so uh, cute i'm trying i like I, I only vaguely remember that ep- i think it was that episode of that but uh. it's like a record it's like a recorder piece i think yeah it's like a episode. <laughs> man then i have to go back and watch that <laughs> i think actually um like it's similar with cowboy bebop i think she sort of put together a bunch of people and Worked with them, so I mean, there's even like some of the, there's even some of the same people who worked on Cowboy Bebop. Um, there's a guy called Steve Conte, I think, he did on Cowboy Bebop soundtrack and on Standalone Complex. So yeah, I think so. Mhm. And this also reminds me that I still haven't watched all of season two. What? I've had the box set for years, and it's like <laughs> one of these, it's like mm-hmm. one of these things where, where I like, I don't want to watch it all because then I'll have watched it all. Oh. <laughs> Then you'll have nothing yeah. left to watch, and you'll be very sad. Yeah, I've I've got like I'm the same with with Samurai Champloo. I've got it, and I like I've had it for years. But if I watch it, then I've watched it all. Huh? <laughs> how how far did you get into Samurai Champloo? Um, I'm not sure. About three or four discs, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's almost the whole show. I thought because it wasn't it didn't go for that long. I think it's 26 episodes, and they used to be on. They used to stretch them out across more discs. It's quite an old release, I think. Mm-hmm. It was, I think they released it over seven discs or something. They're like, yeah, yeah, three episodes at a time. That would do. Yeah, because um, <laughs> well, it's cause it's so it, they only had so many episodes to get through, and then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. A, I'll, I will say this: if you lose in terms of Samurai Champloo, that that last couple episodes, even though it's sad to see the show end, it's 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 worth it. So if you ever get the ever get the chance, it's worth watching well, the last two episodes. Well, I've always I've always got the excuse now that I can watch it to review stuff, so <laughs> gives me gives me an excuse to go back to things. Um, 
been watching the new trigger show uh space patrol luluco yeah i love trigger <laughs> uh, and it's Dan very is... triggery well no it's very gynaxy really which is mm. why i i love it it's like little seven minute episodes uh that make up it's on it's season. on season it's on season three already yeah yeah the seasons are like three episodes <laughs> are they <laughs> really it's yeah, like um, a joke like whenever anything exciting happens it says like season two finale <laughs> yeah um the re- i i just had to start watching it because um i kept seeing like really cool images from it on twitter and also people were um it obviously referenced kill a kill in its most re- in one of the most recent episodes and it was like oh i have to watch this now um <laughs> so the setup is that there's like a town that used to be in Japan that got sold off because Japan was broke and it becomes the town that's where all the aliens go it's <laughs> like a <laughs> like a um, it's like an immigration point for aliens and there are yeah there's like space cops there <laughs> and the main character her dad's a member of the space patrol um, but he gets gets frozen in like <laughs> kind of like kind of like um hand solo and carbonate type thing but i think it's ice um, oh my god so she ends up having to work for the space patrol to try and get him out um and go undercover in her school where apparently there are lots of bad alien dudes um yeah but it's only like these little seven minute episodes and it's really crazy and the animation's really cool and also it it knows the idea that when you're dealing with space things, putting space in front of everything is awesome. Like, oh. <laughs> There's even like a bit where someone goes, oh, space shoplifting. <laughs> totally different from normal space lifting. Space, oh my uh, god. Oh my yeah. god, that sounds great. Yeah, space, shopping, space... space crimes, space yeah, auctions. Exactly. Space teachers. Yeah. It kind of reminds me like how they just lean into stuff like that in Rick and Morty. <laughs> you can't just put a sci-fi word in front of something, you know, and 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 it's, and it's that's what it is. <laughs> and like the um, the the police chief is like a, a skull with um with sun with like yeah. Oh, so that's what that is. I've, yeah. I've seen the pictures of him. I'm like, what is that? But that's, that character oh, that's... design was used like on a web series that they made. Is 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 he? He looks like the character from oh, what's it called? Police Inferno Cop. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. They just used that again. Oh, it is Inferno Cop then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch any of that, so um, yeah, um, yeah. And the, she turns into a gun. Um, it's all crazy. And um, there's yeah, there's a transfer student because of course there is. Um, 
<laughs> and yeah, it's insane and great and trigger awesome and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only like seven minutes an episode, so you can just go, oh, I'm going to hammer through it, and there you go. It's all crunchy you... roll. If you had to compare this show to another like anime series in terms of tone, what would you compare? What would it be most similar to? Uh, well, it is, yeah, it is very Gainaxy, um, sort of. Well, it's yeah, it's like Kill and Kill, and it's like it's like Panty Stocking, but yeah, pa- yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, good. You've told but... me everything I need to know. But it isn't. It isn't as, um, um, you know, it's not quite like that. Yeah, it hasn't got anything. Yeah, quite as panty and stocking in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'd be watching that. <laughs> Sounds like you've, fun. You've been watching more of it, Dan. Yeah, I caught up with, I guess, Friday's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really really bonkers, and uh, it's one of it's one of those things where you really really have to um, pay attention and remember. I don't know, remember your training like, <laughs> with with like reading subtitles because it can be quite exhausting. Like, I'm quite glad they're only seven minutes because. Your eyes are darting around all over the place, and everyone's speaking really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I love it. Yeah. Cool. Have you been watching anything else, or is that it? Um. No, animation-wise, no. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, Rachel. Um. Well, I did manage to tune in to uh, the very first. Two, uh, two parts of um, In Too Deep for Steven Universe. And I have to say, it was like, considering how long you know Steven Universe fans were waiting for the next uh, release of episodes, it was the way that they handled these these last two episodes are, was really, really wonderful. And were it's... Oh, God, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. Um, it was worth the wait. Let me just put that. It was very much worth the wait and all the, the hype that they've been building up for the next couple episodes that they're going to be releasing over the next few weeks is also pretty high. So I don't know what it is, but you know, even though I know this the show takes its time with releasing new episodes and you know releases them in like new ways every single time, either in like one big grouping for over a single week or like they're doing this particular time where they're just they start with like a two episode premiere and then they're going to be releasing over the next couple weeks. It's always been worth the wait every single time. And it's, I'm kind of amazed at this show's consistency of always just staying its wonderful little self. <laughs> so, <laughs> These so recent episodes, that. Rachel, have they kind of been um, of a continuity? How do you mean? I'm sorry for my misunderstanding. Um, have they been like one arc that's kind of been... Yes. Right, okay. It's been an ongoing arc because they've um, uh, dealing with a particular issue facing uh, a bit more of a bigger scale than um, than Steven Universe has had to deal with in the past. Like there was a like at the very end of the last season, they had this one really big event happen, which was, and then once that was over, it's like oh well, this is they episodes subsequent with that were basically cleaning up the events of what happened 
but then right. they met a new right. character and basically found a new piece of information revolving an even bigger situation. And then the last couple episodes have been uh, the characters trying to find a way to fix that. And then in this most recent episode, they found a very uh, interesting way of resolving that issue. So where the mm-hmm. the plot's going to go is remains to be seen, but it's I'm, I'm interested because it's going to involve us learning more about characters that we've already seen appear on the show, really haven't had a, too much of a chance to learn more about. So it pl- the plot, it is thickening. <laughs> and the only other thing that I've been able to really, it was, it was more of a, again, more on the video game end, because other than Steven Universe, there still hasn't been, I'm still holding out for June, for June 10th. So <laughs> finding stuff to keep my time <laughs> occupied until then. Uh, but I uh, recently got back onto um, the uh, MMORPG for uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, All and because right. uh, they recently, but the thing was, like back earlier this year, they released a new expansion called uh, Knights of the Fallen Empire, which was getting a lot of uh, big press, if I recall correctly. And I was remember looking at the trailer leading up to the release, and I have to say, I really like the direction that that. MMO is going in terms of expanding like upon this the Star Wars lore and just going going places I don't think they've really dared to go before and the animation quality also has definitely been up like if you look at the trailers like the very first trailer for um, Knights of the Fallen Empire it was really really impressive look at this uh, this new threat that's basically going to you know take over both the Republic and the Sith Empire. And basically, like, cleaning all of their clocks and just kind of moving in to take over everything. And uh, then even during, also in the in-game animation, has also definitely taken a step up as the story's more streamlined. So I'm surprised that I would ever say this, because I've never been a big fan of MMORPGs, but I think this is probably one of the most fun I've ever had playing that kind of style of video game ever. Mm-hmm. So props to Bioware <laughs> for pulling that off like Star Wars meets uh, Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> or like Star Wars meets Knights of the Old Republic and uh, Mass Effect. With oh. the whole anime, you, you choose your dialogue for the cutscenes and all of it, most of it's voiced and all of that, so it's really fun. Uh, did, did you hear about Disney scrapping Infinity? No, I did not. Yeah, they, they're cancelling it. And shutting down the studio. and Getting out of console games or something. That's but, oh. really strange. That's sad. I love those little. I never played it, but I just love the little designs on. The... <laughs> I thought no, they're so popular. They're so cool, aren't they? Those um the the models that yeah. that they release. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. Also, I thought that it was that it was. I thought it was gaining steam. I thought I understand why they would they would get rid of that. But I who knows? Maybe there's more to it than I know. <laughs> Well, I heard like that it, people are speculating that it means that they're getting ready to buy a big games developer. Oh. Mm. Nintendo. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> no, oh my that's, god. That's, that's <laughs> not going to happen. It's that's just not gonna... <laughs> no. it's kind of terrifying. That's, that's not going to happen. It's just there's a there's a permanent internet conspiracy theory I think that oh, Disney are going to buy Nintendo at some point and it's I don't think that's ever going to happen but people okay. are like oh yeah 
Nintendo. Yeah, Disney will buy Nintendo next. That's the next one. <laughs> oh my God! That I ah, uh, I don't know if I'd be able to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot handle. Yes. Cannot handle. <laughs> if, if they did do that, probably the first thing they'd do is. Right, we're not going to make consoles anymore. We're just going to go on PlayStation and an Xbox. <laughs> wow. Nope. Nope. Can't deal with that. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's more or less everything that I had to say about what I've been up to this past week. Since there hasn't been really that much other than that, other than uh, going to see Civil War. Ah, what you haven't. What did? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that. That's Civil War. Hmm. Marvel, I was about so to ask you what you thought, but then if Chris hasn't seen it, that's not fair. It's better than Batman v Superman. Mm. Much better. That's all I'll say. Was is that hard? Uh, there there are parts of <laughs> Batman v Superman that can be hard to not like, but there are also plenty of other things which are easy, very easy to hate. Yes, <laughs> but as a whole. Civil War is much better. Captain America Civil War is much better. And it's already made more money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um, Vaughn, have you been watching anything or do you just want to take this opportunity to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Animation Nights <laughs> this week? Um, <laughs> well, let's see. I did go to um, another festival I went to uh, day one of, I couldn't make it to day two, unfortunately. That cold still had me. But um, but day one, I went to um, Animated Spirits, which was um, put on by the um, Hungarian Cultural, or actually they screened in two different places at the, oh, Austrian Cultural Forum, but um, it was put on in part by the Hungarian Cultural uh, Center. Society. I don't know. I'm just very. I'm not as familiar with them as um, I will be. I will be because they are interested in maybe doing some sort of collaboration in the future. But they had a really nice program. Yeah, they had a really nice program. Um, My two favorites. Uh, Oh, and there was a little um, sort of a a talk. Uh, There were two speakers, and um, one of them was Jeff Jeff Shear, a New York animator who actually screened something at our first animation nights, or the very first one, animation night screening, um, and he, um, <laughs> I got a chance to meet him. I was just like, you know you screened a film with us, right? Because it was a film that was like a collaboration. So it was just cool to meet him in person. And then um, uh, Holger Lang was the other gentleman who was there speaking in the middle. But my two favorites were um, Shut Up Moon, which is an Austrian film by Gudrun Kreb. I'm slaughtering that, I'm sure. Another one I really, really dug was um, Velodrool, which is from Estonia. Mm. By Sander June. Really cool, um, like, (coughs) hand-drawn... Pardon me. um, Hand-drawn style, really... um, I don't know, just... It's like paper and pencil, and um, medium, you know. And uh, I wish I could have got the second second part, but I did. But it was really, really cool. And and, um, they had a little... The screening room was really nice, and then they had a little, uh, like, sort of wine and cheese uh, to do outdoors where everyone could kind of mingle and chat. It was a really nice time. Um, so I went to see those films. And then, yeah, otherwise, I've just been, um, as usual, uh, watching a ton of short films um, for Animation Nights New York. And <laughs> so our last screening event 
was at the new um, space at 180 Maiden Lane, and um, there are photos. Maybe we can um, add a link to the recap of the evening to the show notes, but it uh, sure. it was something else. Like um, we we filled the the space, um, and there's still room though. Like we there's still more room, um, but we had a, a full house for sure. Um, and everybody just loved the indoor grass, and you know we had the beautiful lineup of programs as always. But um, we rescreened because <coughs> we had a couple of technical difficulties on um, the last screening. So we rescreened um, Dirty Laundry Day, and uh, Jamil Laham was was there to do a Q and A afterwards. And we also rescreened Teeth by uh, Tom Brown. Oh, nice! And was, yeah, really great. And we showed. Slow Wave um, by Andy Kennedy and um, another film that was uh, we just had a really nice lineup. My one of my favorites is Go to City L by um, Wen Yu Lee, which is ugh, I don't even want to. They're all it, the lineup was amazing, but people really dug it. And we probably had I think the estimate um, was like we had like 275 people at one point. Um, wow. It's like a yeah, it was really terrific. Um, so we're animation nights is continuing to grow, which is fantastic. But the cool thing is, <laughs> I know the cool thing is, um, you know, Anderson Contemporary. Uh, you know, it's thanks to them and also um, Maiden Lane Hospitality. But Maiden Lane Hospitality um, had hot dogs and popcorn and candy bars. Heck yeah. <laughs> refreshments in addition to wine and beer so it was just the best like i <laughs> i was talking to a friend of mine i hadn't seen in a while this painter um christina vergano actually her work is amazing but um, <laughs> um <laughs> i used to work for her a while back and she's also a good friend now but i was sort of like around the corner and like talking to like um uh noah who um was we were working out so the sound uh uh, plan for the sound or whatever they need a mixing board up front anyway whatever but uh, so I was talking to her and I like sort of walked around the corner and just went oh my goodness like it had been filling up but <laughs> I was just like oh my goodness it was just so you know your heart just grew because it like everyone was there you know for animation um, and for for the art form you know what I mean like it was just uh, it was really beautiful and and uh, and then the other really cool thing is that um, the animation project, which I've talked about um, many times, and we've interviewed Brian Austin, um, the the organization that I uh, work with. You know, we work with uh, at-risk youth around New York City, and, um, teach them. Uh, we make short films with them, basically, right? And, well, mm-hmm. TAP now has the interns that are part of the program um, now go to the office, and it's kind of like another level, and it's called TAP Digital Studio. And so what they, they're starting to do is take on professional projects and um, sort of just gives them an opportunity to, like, you know, start and finish things that are going to be used in the real world. And so these guys um, initially, you know, gave, they offered to um, do an intro, an intermission, an outro piece for Animation Nights New York. Because mm. um, right now we just, you know, have cards that I put up. Uh, and <laughs> Pardon me. And they just really um, put so much love and time into these things, and they look so great. 
So they premiered uh, their first professional piece, which were those uh, those little spots, and um, it looked great, and everyone loved it. Like, um, I, honestly, they're so cool. Like the the intro is like like there's a train. There are all these um, old film references in it. So there's like a train coming at you, subway train, <laughs> and then it, exactly, and then it rolls by, and it's like sort of. This, there's a Fulton Street um, train station stop where you it's one of the stops you would get off at if you were going to um, make your way down to the seaport area and uh, they roll by but it's got like this kind of gritty New York feel so there's like all this graffiti that's like hand drawn by the um, by the uh, by Tab Digital Studio and everything was modeled and rendered and then um, that changes into the logo, which changes into a rocket ship, and they've got like three. It's sort of like uh, tips of tat to different styles of animation. So first you have like CG render, and then it turns into more of like a stop motion looking thing. Like they use like cardboard materials on the city, and then yeah, and then the intermission is this beast that just sort of walks up and like swings his axe and shatters the screen, and everyone's like, oh, wow. wow. And then intermission, and then at the outro piece, <laughs> the little animation nights logo is um, flapping in the wind because it's um, like the hand drawn thing. So it's like all the little hand drawn stars, and like you see the earth spinning, and different flags from different countries pop up, and and they're all hand drawn, and and, um, and the the little Annie now rocket ship hits the moon in the eye <laughs> but not the original eye the other eye <laughs> so the moon gets it in both eyes but um <laughs> but um isn't that neat so uh That's yeah really pretty cool. cool yeah so brian um austin who you all have met on skype he uh got him and talked a little bit about tap and stuff and uh it was just a great night it was a great night i mean that was just you know like you know icing on the on the big cake <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was, it was, uh, it was great. It was great. So yeah, that's a lot. I always go on and on about animation. I'm sorry, but, um, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. The films were great and, uh, we'll definitely, uh, um, I'll give you guys links. There's a recap with a ton of photos of the new beautiful space. Uh, we have room to grow there, which is, that part is just amazing to me. Um, We'll be okay for a little while, or well, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, and then the tap stuff is just amazing. I'm so proud of those guys. So so yeah, but that's what I've been really doing is just catching. I'm actually falling behind on the films now again. Um, I'm probably about 40 behind. We've passed. We're gonna be, we'll be hitting 1,400 films really really soon. Whoa! For oh submissions. <laughs> yeah yeah. I know it's amazing. Um, I'm starting to feel a little bit like pulled in different directions because um, there's just so many people. Um, but it's just so beautiful, like because everyone, like I said, really is there just to watch animation together. And now that we have picnic tables and indoor grass, like it's just even nicer. It adds know. to the ambiance of the whole thing. Yeah, and everyone's just a little bit more comfortable. And the projector is a huge upgrade, huge upgrade. And um, everyone can see the screen. That's huge too. Yep. <laughs> and um, very important. Yeah, very important. And, and um, you know, hats off to everyone who suffered through it, um, the experience up till now. Except people have been lovely, you know, and um, very forgiving. Um, but uh, yeah, now we we can sort of offer a nicer experience to view the films. And so, 
yeah, it's super exciting, super exciting. Sweet. And of course, animation for adults is he is you know is a I don't know affiliate partner. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the terminology like, is. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Whatever. I don't know. We have to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have to work through it out. Work out whatever that whatever it is. But part of it mm. for sure, like. Um, Sister, brother, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> associate. Associate. I don't even know. I have to look all that up. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, cool. Super there exciting. is a word for it somewhere. I know, right? Yeah, still learning all that stuff. But no, it's super exciting, and you know, and we are gearing up for a best of festival for sure. Definitely, um, like September thirteenth, fourteenth, and. Uh, and I'm I'm just hammering out the details of that now. I haven't really officially announced that yet, but you've heard it. You've heard it here first. Um, oh. But um, yeah, but we're uh, uh, one last thing though, and I'll probably mention this again. But our June program, which will be June 8th, is going to be shown not only in New York City but also in, at Expo North in Inverness in Scottish Highlands. So that is super exciting. And our friend Michael Collin will be there. Um, hey. Representing Animation Nights New York, so friend of the show. Yes, exactly, definitely. So yeah, that's that. So isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. We might have to have him back on. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's great. We were just um, doing some brainstorming. I mean, he has to stay up late. <laughs> um, uh, 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 it was late for him, but we we did some brainstorming uh, just about the best of fest, and it's just super exciting. But um, oh yeah, I have tons more, but I can't really talk about all of it. I'll tell you guys offline. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it might might be a good place right here to plug. Say, animation <laughs> products is now on Patreon. <laughs> In case you weren't already aware. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to support us and help us produce more content for you and get early episodes and extended episodes and extra episodes and other things that we're working on. Bloopers? And like the, the case bloopers. in point, this episode, lots of bloopers. <laughs> lots of bloopers. <laughs> and yeah, and bonuses and stuff like that. And head over to our Patreon page and look it up. And I've recently discovered that you can actually set set you don't have to take one of the rewards you can set what you want so if you want to you can just give a dollar a month and get all the bonus extra episodes and early episodes and stuff and not the other stuff ah interesting so so that's that's very reasonable yeah (laughs) yes so you might want to do that find a spare dollar in your couch one month it's like oh hey i can put this word afa yeah we we appreciate that then if just several thousand people do that, then yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Quid's in, <laughs> or do- dollars, dollars in. Quid, quiz, dollars, what have you? So uh, we're going to talk now about our main topic, which is our most anticipated films in production. Um, where to start, really? <laughs> um, so this week, uh, yeah, we published an article that was. Um, a follow-up to something we published last year, which was a rundown of the most exciting films, according to well, according to me actually, because <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I didn't consult anyone first. I just ticked, <laughs> I picked ten films I was excited about, um, 
and it was one of our most popular articles um, and I thought hey time to do a new one for this year because um, lots more films have happened since then and also actually a lot of the films in the first list still haven't come out yet because um, it's got like Kubo and the two strings on it um, mm-hmm. still, wait- still waiting on that yet. one yeah. and we are all very excited about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny because I got um, to see the trailer for that again um, when I went to the actually the first time we went to see uh, Captain America: Civil War. That was one of the mm-hmm. trailers that they uh, that they had before that movie, nice. and so I was seeing that trailer for the first time with my dad and my brother, and I kept looking at them. I was like, "Hey guys, you want to see this, right? You want to see this, right?" <laughs> and I think the, generally the the opinion was like, "Yeah, this looks really cool," but okay. I'm still just. It's ah, can't wait. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, and apparently they've sort of there is gonna in the hopefully we're gonna hear soon about Laika's next film. Like they've got something scheduled in for 2018 as well, apparently. Um, but no one knows what it is. So <laughs> wherever that is, that's probably exciting as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what films are we all excited about? Us. <laughs> that in, Too many to count. Mm. Too many to um, count. Well, obviously, uh, there are the ones from Cartoon Saloon. Uh, so next up will be uh, Breadwinner from mm. uh, Nora mm. Toomey, which is the um, one going to be set in Afghanistan. Uh, that's going to be very interesting to see more about that. Um, yeah, so I really want to see more like it, like as I know there's it's still pretty early in the development phase. Like they there's no mention of any more like artwork or even not even a trailer yet, right? No, no, yeah. Like I don't think it's going to be finished until the end of next year. I think. Okay, or... yeah, that was probably that probably be around the time they'll start putting out more uh, promotional material for it. Mm. But still, mm, I, it's it, at least with the way they've the, some of the images that they put out already, it just it's. It's like you can see the similarities like with with between it and Song in the Sea in terms of the the look of it, but it's also it's got the very I don't know it's like what the what the proper word to describe it, but it just looks very it's different but a good different. Like it's mm-hmm. fitting definitely gonna gives you sets of tone for what kind of film it's gonna be. Well, it's the first time Thanks. they've not been in Ireland, mm-hmm. like culturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's um, interesting. That's, that's going to be a big difference. Mm. Mm-hmm. Big departure for them because that was pretty much like like their selling point, really. You know, the fact that they were Irish movies made by Irish people about Irish things uh, mm-hmm. was kind of who they were, I think. I suppose there's Hello, the, um, Tom Moore, the Tom Moore section in The Prophet as well. Yeah. a bit obvious. Is another sort of, sort of like a hint, maybe. Oh yeah, right, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. Has that had a UK release yet? No, it has it not. Ah oh, man, it probably won't ever. Fair enough. It it was. I think it was screened at the Manchester Animation Festival last year. Okay. And I think it might have screened at um. Oh, the uh, is it Sheffield Young Film? Mm-hmm. Was that where it was? Yeah, I think. The, yeah, um, I think so. Huh. Yeah, I think they screened it, um, but outside like festival screenings, there's been no sign of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I'd like to say, pro- I want to see the profit, please. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the UK. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, obviously, that's been released quite a long time ago in America. It's got to, got to be out on... Yeah, um, it's probably going to yeah. be a belated DVD release for us, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, sort of in the... And obviously, uh, even further in the future, Wolf Walkers from Tom Moore. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, which I think some more stuff might have come out, released on Instagram. I think. Oh really? Um, from, yeah, uh, press pack or something, but just some artwork that. Oh cool. Be, yeah, so to check that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's going to be just the whole concept of that is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and going to be their first. Uh, they got um, the going to have two lead female characters this time, rather than um, a boy and a girl this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Which that's is, a bit different. And be, well, I would like to see the character dynamic there evolve in the in the film. And, and directed like, by I, Nora, Nora Toomey as well. No. 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 I thought it was. Oh, sorry. No, I, Tom... I thought you were talking about the breadwinner still. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, that is directed by Nora Toomey. Um, her, it's her um, solo debut. Yes. Uh, so Tom Moore did Song so- Song and Sea on his own, and then um, she's doing this on her own, and then um, Wolf Walkers is Tom Moore and somebody else. Hold please. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Moore and um, get to the top. Uh, Ross Stewart, who was a um, was a uh, I think art director on previous films. Okay, cool. cool. And I think he directed the TV series Chopsuki Chooks or some. Is that them? If I'm remembering right, yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> and they've got the uh, screenwriter. From Song of the Sea, Will Collins back. So nice. Basically, everything seems to be in place for it to be amazing. <laughs> and yeah, the artwork we've seen so far. But yeah, it's going to be a long time. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know Breadwinners uh, is uh, 2017, so Wolfwalkers is going to mm-hmm. be even longer, like 2018, 2019, something. Yeah. Don't like that. Oh, long way, well, but. At least we know with Cartoon Saloon that the animation is going to be worth the wait. The more time that they have to work on that to make it look absolutely gorgeous, then I say that they completely deserve as much time as they need to perfect these films. Um, and I, I was, the, when I was thinking about um, uh, Red Turtle being the co-production with um, uh, European Studio and Studio Ghibli, I was thinking, oh, imagine. Imagine Studio Ghibli collaborated with <laughs> Cartoon Saloon. Oh Imagine. my! Oh. Well, that would be a team up of the ages. Yeah, I, I would just probably be in in a fetal position for a while. <laughs> I, I recover from excitement. Um. It's like it's actually happening, guys! It's actually happening. Yeah, that 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 would be a way to make us very happy. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, the whole idea but, that but we... um, that Ghibli's doing the whole you know co-production on an animated film. That's really, I don't know if I ever. I I mean, it's. I guess it's only. Ah, God, I had it. I I keep having statements that I'm going to say, and then I lose them while saying them. How is that possible? Ah, God. It's okay. No, it's not okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just I I never. I guess I never really thought it would happen, but now that it is happening, I'm just you know, the possibilities are endless in terms of what mm. kind of stuff can come out of a partnership with them. Well, the the whole fact, the way it's happened, like with with Michael DeWitt spending time actually at Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. and having the input of like Takahata and stuff, that's, that, you know, it's not just them throwing some money at it. This is going to be... And as we've seen in the trailer, it, yeah, we think this is going to be an interesting team-up. So, obviously, we transitioned here to talk about the Red Turtle, which is also coming out that we're excited about. Yeah! Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yes, yeah, so that's coming out in June, we think, in France, and September in Japan. Mm-hmm. And God knows <laughs> when it's come out in the US and the UK, but I, w- I would be surprised if <coughs> G-Kids didn't go after it. Oh, uh, For the US. Jeez. Um, and maybe, maybe Studio Canal for the UK. Maybe. Yeah, maybe sometime in uh, 2019 we might see it <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> yeah, because we're we're finally, finally getting um, when Marnie was there in June. All oh, right. Which, which is part of, but hey, we're getting we're getting something to make up for it. We're having the whole Studio Ghibli Forever season. Yeah, that that sounded pretty awesome when I was. When I saw that article you put up about that, that looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And I, I went to the website and I discovered that two cinemas in in my my town are, are involved. Oh wow! Like, oh hello, like oh. <laughs> um, and apparently we are also getting a chance to see the uh, the new version of um, Only Yesterday as well. Ooh. Oh cool. Um, I obviously. It's a lot of the subtitles, I mean, a lot of the screenings are going to be subtitled, but I think some places are showing the new dub as well. Um, so, awesome. That is that is a film that's not in production right now, but I'm still excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that that um, movie's been out of production for a long time, but you know what? It's I'm I'm happy that it's getting some, it's it's spreading around a lot more. Yep, yeah, and it's got it's coming out on uh, it's coming out in July, I think, on Blu-ray and DVD in the states. So. Woo! pre-order your copy awesome. yeah <laughs> yeah um and also another thing on the list um have, have you guys seen about loving vincent oh yes yeah, a part of it i didn't to. actually watch i didn't watch the whole thing i know it's crazy but i watched I, the trailer I think, a few yeah. months ago yeah it's it's a movie about vincent van gogh and it's done in the style of his paintings. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it looks really fascinating. Um, it's supposedly supposed to be coming out in the UK towards the end of 2016. Uh, it hasn't got anywhere else planned at the moment. It's partly crowdfunded, I believe. Oh, seriously? Um, yeah. Yeah. Ah. And, yeah, they've got over 100 artists working on it. Um, and... 
they say it's the first fully painted animated feature. Is it? Which is kind, though, of, kind of a strange thing to say. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm thinking honestly, like... Um, uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, I, it I bugs me a little bit. Dan, do you, are you with me on this? I, well, it bothers I me. Think what yeah. they meant, uh, no, it don't. I think what they meant to say was first, like, oil, oil painted? No, not even it's that, just, is it? Not <laughs> really. It's, it's like, it looks like just rotoscope with a lot of work and time put into oil painting, which, mm-hmm. I, it just bugs me, though, it bugs me. I saw the trailer and I was that? just like, I, well, the whole rotoscope thing kind of bugs me a little bit. I mean, there's a time and place for it, but I just... It's just, it's like an easy way to get a big wow from people. And, um. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Like, I think in the actual trailer, like, they show like, you. Look, how that's drawn! How it's being know. produced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, um, I, I think the, the reason that they can say that they're the first is because usually when, um, animation is produced, um, with oil paintings, it's usually done on glass, like mm-hmm. um, Alexandra Petrov. Yeah, or Sheila or... Sofian, or Dustin Grillo. Yeah, so, but for this, they've actually produced, like, on canvas, like, you know, a painting yeah. for each frame, but it doesn't really look like anyone's animating. No, like, and it, just... it looks like projected. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's projected images, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying you know I my background is narrative figure painting, right? I like I understand the work involved, but it just seems kind of gimmicky, honestly, to be perfectly honest. And and I just people kind of are like, wow, wow. I was just like, I'm not shit. I'm not reposting that. <laughs> like I I don't know. I just kind of I took personal offense and maybe i'm way off base maybe i'll see it and be like that was amazing i don't think why, why did you tell us how you really feel about it? i know <laughs> yeah i can't help it i just yeah. <laughs> i'm playing i know i'm i just turned into dan <laughs> I yeah yeah I, know. <laughs> I just uh yeah i can't help it that's my I, I that's my response when I when I saw that trailer. I was not like, wow. I'm like, mm, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't see it. It definitely I'll, looks interesting, but it's like it's like Yvonne. Does it though? It. Does it look interesting? Because it doesn't look interesting yes. to me. <laughs> not not <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's I'm official. Sorry. <laughs> it's officially interesting. Uh, I'd rather watch. Revengeance <laughs> by Bill Plimpton. Uh, it's not an and or thing. And Jim Luan, or however the heck you say his last name, I should know that. But I'd rather watch things drawn on fours and sixes that are actually hand drawn and painted in. Yeah. But yeah. No, I will I admit know. that that whole claim is the fact that the, like the quote unquote first fully painted animated feature that is questionable. I agree. But still, I think I would just at least like to see a bit of the film just to just because sure. I've I've never seen anything like that. But that's I this is me being me sheltered person who is only who have only has only been able to see certain types of artwork put to animation before. So yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, sure. 
I could turn you on to a bunch of paint silk at Dan probably. Okay, sure. Painted animation that. Uh, hey. Yeah, I'll just throw. I'll, uh, you guys are uh, sign on the film freeway. Oh, I okay. I know what you're saying, but it's kind of like. Yeah, the fact that they haven't really acknowledged that there's a history and they're just jumping in like, oh, you've never seen like such a uh, prestigious art form as, as painting come anywhere close to animation. Like, I, I, that's kind of what would bug me about it is, is just ignoring the fact that they're, you know, th- that they're carrying on a tradition more than they might realize. And it's not really... I mean, at least from what I've seen, it just it looks like rotoscope, which again has mm. its place and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying to me anyway. And um, uh, like it jumps out at you as something that's. Well, what I'd say about that is like it came, it's, it seems kind of a shame to try and make a movie that's all about honoring like a great artist, mm-hmm. and then do something as. Lacking as in restrictive, exactly. As yeah. yeah, because animation, like you know, you hear Richard Williams talk about animation. He says, "Oh, you know, Rodan would be doing it now, and Michelangelo mm-hmm. would definitely be doing animation because it's like a new expression." And right. to just like I know, as you said, like mimic um, camera, you know, camera moves and and just captured movement is not really honoring that. right where is the expressiveness and is this paint by number or is this you know where is the wildness and the 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 freedom of of this artist's work really you know again you know maybe maybe it'll you know i I don't know like (laughs) didn't didn't you even not watch the whole trailer though no i i did You, you didn't you didn't watch it or i thought you said yeah. No, I did. I just didn't like it. I watched it in bits, and it just bugged me. I, I went back and watched it, and it just—I mean, it—it's—I it, mean, it, it's rotoscoped. It's true. It's rotoscoped. I mean, maybe if there was a whole, you know, may, maybe there's plenty more that you know they're just not showing. That's incorporated. Because the how how long is the film supposed to be? It's. In, in total, is it a it's it's a is it a feature length film or is it mm. okay? It's full film. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, there's probably with what they've just shown in this one trailer, there there might be more that we haven't seen that might be different. But who knows? There are eleven oil paintings per second. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. See what he did there. <laughs> um, I don't think we've actually mentioned it on the podcast yet because I think it sort of fell between or something. Uh, but there is um, currently an interesting crowdfunding campaign for an adult animated movie called Drunky. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yes, Drunky from Org- from Organ Black Studios mm-hmm. in New York. Yep. Um, who are the people behind you may have seen a TV series called Ugly Americans uh, or Super Jail they were behind those um, I, I really like Ugly Americans actually I've only seen uh, like a bit of the first season I think mm-hmm. but it was I really dug the art style and stuff it was like 
it seemed like it was like kind of like an underground comic type thing. Oh yeah. I sort of it, it was sort of Robert Crumb type. Yeah. Is it Robert? Yeah, Robert Crumb. Crumb. Yeah, and I thought it was really cool. Um, and it yeah, it's about like the the series, the Ugly Americans. This is it's like it's in a reality where like all sort of vampires, zombies, and demons and everything are all all real, and live alongside normal people and they're sort of like minority type things oh ha <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh so like the main character he's he's a human and his um his his best friend is a zombie and well, his housemate is a zombie and his his girlfriend is a demon things like that <laughs> and yeah shenanigans ensue indeed but um yeah the guy behind that is Aaron Organblick and he is trying to do a animated feature called The Adventures of Drug Key <laughs> which is uh, which is about a um about a barfly it says called Drunky um and he gets caught up in in a bet between God and the devil and <laughs> he ends up having to travel to like heaven and hell to try and rescue the girl he loves um and it's got a really cool cast. Yeah. It's got Sam Rockwell awesome. as, as the main character. Jeffrey Tambor as God. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> perfect. Steve Coogan as the devil. And, yeah, a bunch of other people. Um, they're trying to crowdfund it on Indiegogo. Um, yeah, and I, I want to see this. <laughs> yeah. It definitely looks like it'll be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor as God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Same rock. Like, oh, accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, this is certainly more interesting than than the Sausage Party. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you presented both Sausage Party and this film in front of me. It's like, okay, which would you rather watch? I would go with Drunky, hands down, because mm-hmm. there's just, I yeah, no. I, I mm-hmm. still look at Sausage Party and just go, no, 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 and no. <laughs> I was just wondering how how the campaign is going. I haven't checked on it for a while. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna see. Let me see. Quick <laughs> um, update. They are thirty four percent. Oh oh, thirty four percent. Oh no. <laughs> We're nineteen days to go. Come on, guys. Oh, brother oh, out. Yeah. Yeah, they're not that close at the moment. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, we 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 hope that happens. Though. Yeah, mind you, it might it might still happen without they might be able to, you know, if they if they've got a fairly decent um, campaign together and everything, they might be able to get some other people to contribute, like um, investors and stuff. Yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. and nice. and like it's not the be all and end all because mm-hmm. lots and lots of. Um, crowdfunded things like you know you just you like the campaign is not or either the first one is not necessarily going to be the most successful one mm-hmm. you know you have to like gain you have to drum up lots of interest yeah and also all the money that they raise wouldn't be enough on its own right. to make the movie right. so it's a yeah it's so a question it's a jumping of... off point mm-hmm. so so it, it still might happen, even if... Still, we've got... Yeah, 
Oh no, it's eleven days left, not nineteen. It must have just updated. <laughs> oh. No, no, it's 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 uh, raised that much in nineteen days, but there are nineteen days. days. That's not long. That's not a long time to be active no. and you know have to get all that money. Yeah, but the things do often come. They pick up in the last few days sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, as happened with that project that I was just talking about. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So, we're obviously not excited about Sausage Party. No. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still, like, if it serves a purpose, then I'm not going to be too annoyed with it. Um, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, yeah, well. Before, like, but if it, if it encourages people to watch animation who wouldn't usually find themselves... Watching animation, um, then that's done something, maybe. Yeah, that's that's something productive to come out of it. But I kind of, I kind of feel like people who watch that, you know, if they'll be like, oh, I watch that even though I don't normally watch animation. They're not going to then go and watch Ghost in the Shell, yeah. you know, like Ghost in the Shell or Paprika or something. They're just going to go and watch, you know, the next Seth Rogen movie instead. <laughs> um. But, you know, if, like you say, if, if it's a success, it's not going to be a bad well, thing. Yeah, if it's a it? success, then it means that, um, like at the development level, more studios might be interested in, you know, animation as a potential for older audiences. Oh, and, and then there's been talk again about The Goon. That that could be interesting. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Because that came back on the table because of because of Deadpool. Oh, did it now? Hmm. Because because the guy who was going to direct it is the director of Deadpool. Oh right, right, okay, I remember now. So suddenly he's a bit more got a bit more cachet because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, I made all the monies, all the monies. <laughs> you you all told pay. me that this movie wouldn't be a success. Well, guess what? <laughs> so. Yeah, so the um like the concept video that was really cool and that would be that'd be PG thirteen, not R rated, but still that's that's moving in the right direction. Definitely. And in fact, you know, it might be more interesting to see more PG thirteen rated animated movies than more R rated if R rated just means hey, let's yeah. have that potato say shit. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and and speaking of R rated uh R-rated films. I don't know if it's come out yet. I haven't really paid attention to when the release date's going to be, but um, the movie of uh, the the DC animated movie, the killing of uh, the adaptation of the Killing Joke comic, should be coming up relatively soon. I think if it hasn't come out already by the time we're recording this, but um, I am very much looking forward to see that. That's quite see a controversial yeah, yeah. story. Isn't it, it is. It is. It's probably one of the, the one of the darker Batman comics to ever be released, I believe. And and but it's not really remembered. It's, it's remembered still as being quite controversial though, as well, not just being. Yeah. Dark, but, mm-hmm. um, do, the, do those movies usually quite faithfully stick to the comic? Um. Or is it going to? Like I'm not. Ter- I'm 100 percent sure. At least with the most recent stint of. Uh, DC animated movies because it, it seems like they've been kind of doing mostly their own thing 
but this mm-hmm. looks like it might be trying to, to you know, when it's, it yeah. is like they're they're promoting bringing this comic to life. Okay. So I think they're gonna. It sounds like they're gonna try to be more, you know, to to be faithful to the source material. But that's still, I don't know if they might want to try and take some creative liberties with it. But we'll have that's that's a wait and see kind of thing. But I am excited well, for they, it. They they're quite all right with doing going dark in those DC animated. They movies, are. Aren't they they, they haven't had a problem before. Although I have to say, I am, um, I don't particularly. I don't really have any knowledge or whatever of that. I'm more ex- I I can't remember when it's coming out, but I remember at some point there was going to be a um they were going to do one of those animated movies that was going to be based on Batman 66. Oh, no way. right. With, with the vo- with the voice of Adam, Adam West. Adam West, yep. Yeah. But is it Burt Ward? Is that it? Oh. Um, not but, sure. Who's Bert? Yeah, Robin. Oh, Bert, Bert, someone. I would, yeah. I would have to look. <laughs> I would have to look up for more information on that because I, I, even, I remember hearing about that, but it, I kind of heard about it and then it just kind of fell off the radar for a while. That would so. be. That would be good. Yeah, because I know they did a, like they did comics based on the old Batman TV series. They're great, and they were going to yeah. do it. They're going to do an animated version. And I was like, oh yeah. I see that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> and of course, while we're on the Batman, <laughs> Lego Batman next year. Yep. Uh, I'm, not... Which is... I- I'm still trying to find like where I am, where I stand with in regards to that whole thing since, you know, obviously this is their kind of, kind of a spinoff of how, you know, the Lego movie. But I love the Lego movie and I love the way they incorporated the way they incorporated Batman the Batman character in that film so I don't know I, I'm, I'm I, I think I'm kind of like I'm excited but I'm also like in the middle of the middle ground just like I like I, I want to see more of the film before I say yeah I'm really excited or I am a little more on the hesitant or may not be willing to see it but I'm just kind of like that middle ground like I'm I want I want to know more before I can make my opinion I'm I'm way more interested in this than the Lego movie sequel, to be honest. Oh, really? I, I, I forgot they were actually doing a sequel to that. An official yeah, sequel. Um, yeah, I'm more interested in the Lego Batman movie because I, I love what they did with the character. With that. He, yeah. was, he was hilarious! And, um, and everything, what they're doing with this as well, I love the fact that Michael Serra's going to be Robin. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, they're bringing in all all the other DC characters by the look of it. And oh, how this is the one film where you know they could, if they were, if everyone played nice, <laughs> they could do a Marvel DC crossover. Oh <laughs> my goodness, that, that would be a thing. That's like the yeah. that's like the ultimate cross like comic book crossover that everyone yeah. people you know, people speculate like oh what would happen if this DC superhero or this Marvel superhero met. Like, I would love to see Batman and Spider-Man hang out. <laughs> yeah, the own. I reckon Bat- Lego stuff is is the best chance of ha- seeing that yeah. happen because they've, mm. because they've they've got you know Lego have deals with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would be pretty amazing. It happened, guys. 
That's the ultimate yeah. ultimate fan crossover thing. So that yeah, do it. It's a good. It'd be a good idea. Yeah, and I I guess Lego Movie Two. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> sequel, Lego Movie sequel. I'm sure it'd be fine. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think it, I, the the Lego franchise. I think after that movie, just it would be great to have just like a whole bunch of like spinoff films, not an actual official sequel. And there's a Ninjago movie. Because <laughs> uh... we've got we obviously we have to have a Lego Cinematic Universe now because because that's what you do oh. now. You go, oh, this this film was successful. Let's not just do a sequel. Let's do a cinematic universe. Well, think Ooh. about it this way. I mean, in terms of filmmaking, like, you know how when the um, the Lord of the Rings came out, that there was a whole slew of trilogies, trilogy series. Mm-hmm. And now that the Marvel films have been able to create a, a cinematic universe, the, one, of the, one of the first, I think I should say, and now... Because that was just, now that is still a success. Everyone's trying to say, oh, we need to do cinematic universes of this, that, and the other. So it's really just a, it really is becoming a trend, and it's kind of, it's kind of both interesting and weird and kind of sad at the same time. Like, and there's, there's also going to be an animated Spider-Man movie as well. Oh, an animated Spider-Man comedy at some point. Um, uh. Yeah. Any more information um, that, than that, or just that's it? Sony are producing it. This is Sony animation. Yeah. I've got a feeling that um, that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are involved at some some level, really? like producers or something, or am I making that up? Um, I don't know. I... Are you? <laughs> were, you mentioned were, the word Spider Man, so I'm, those, I'm all ears. Those two like um tipped to be like a brain trust kind of thing for Sony Pictures movies so oh really was it Warner Brothers for the Warner Brothers animated movies I think right Um, because they're the they're doing the Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) yeah which yeah with Scoob Scoob but yeah. Scooby uh, Gang. Yeah. Um, if there's an, a wacky racist movie, that's okay. Otherwise, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, no, there's a, there's a, a Hanna Barbera. I feel like I feel like <laughs> sorry. I feel like Jill should be here I'm to right, defend I'm this. Untitled <laughs> Untitled Animated Spider-Man Project 2018 writers Phil Lord Chris oh. Miller. According to IMDb, so I'm not making it up. IMDb's making it up. Yeah, IMDb's making it up. <laughs> yeah, but no, they are doing everything. You see, they are they are signed up to every movie in the world, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that they are sounds spread interesting. All over the place. So yeah, they are doing <laughs> Han Solo movie. Oh right, I forgot that was they a are... thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But there you go. There is going to be a Spider-Man animated movie. There you go, and um, they may be involved in so as writers, <laughs> but and they are slightly involved with the Lego movies, and also apparently all these Warner Brothers movies as well in the Brain Trust. Um, Where do we go from there? 
Where do we go? <laughs> um, we were talking about Ardman earlier. So early man, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I have to. I am too. Especially, I think it was a lot of. Uh, I think it said in the article about that that there was going to be of having a lot of um, uh, people who were involved with the Wallace and Gromit be involved with this. Yeah, well, it's Nick Park, who's director of Wallace and, well, the creator of Wallace and Gromit, and the creator of Shaun the Sheep, even though he didn't direct the movie. Um, and yeah, he's the, he's the he's the arm and guy, really. Yeah. He's the director of, of Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit, um, Curse of the Were Rabbit. That alone makes and me want to see this movie. That is, yeah, this will be his first direct first movie directed since that, I believe. So that's what 2005 yeah. or something yeah long long time ago yeah the Oscar winning obviously <laughs> Curse of the Way Rabbit mm. oh that movie's so good <laughs> yeah I, I enjoyed that one and, and I really really enjoyed Chicken Run too yeah I, I watched that fairly recently and yeah <laughs> it gets great. funnier every single time I watch it like I always love the one, the one chicken who's always knitting he's like I'll see you on a day I love her <laughs> <laughs> I love there's more movies with that kind of humor please <laughs> yes um, yeah just the fact that it's a Nick Park movie and it's Ardman, Ardman animation it's pretty much enough for me to be about interested about really early football yeah I <laughs> <laughs> um, can't say you know I'm much of a fan of football but hey it's Ardman so I'm sure they'll do it good um and what else is there? This um, obviously there was one I think was on one of your, one of your earlier uh, the first article that you did that was a I'm not sure if there's more information released about it since then but it was a it was an untitled film about uh, like a kung fu space western thing by the same uh, was it the same people who were involved with uh, the Book of Life? Yeah, yeah. What's it? Jorge Gutierrez, I believe that guy. Yeah, yeah. I really that's. Mm. I really want to see if there's any more, more information on that coming our way sooner, if there's been any more progress on that, because that just, because I really love the look of the the Book of Life. I haven't really got to, I didn't get to see all of it recently, but I did see a good portion on TV, and, uh, ugh, I just, its visual oh, yeah. style is just so amazing. Oh, oh yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Um, and, yeah, the concept art for this untitled space western Kung Fu Space Western was amazing, and also it's it's a Kung Fu Space Western. Yeah, literally, so. my like the three words in the dictionary that I absolutely love when they're combined together: Kung Fu, Space, and Western. So, you had me at hello. What's what's not to like? <laughs> um, oh, and in the sort of more indie side of thing, there's going to be a new movie from Nina Paley who brought us Sita Sings the Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be her take on um, the um, from the book uh, stories from the book of Exodus, so which is <laughs> going to be interesting um, as an animated musical. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I see things of blues is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very strange, very awesome. <laughs> so seeing her turn her her talents to that movie going to be interesting and because of she's quite um she's quite punk rock really with her attitude to copyright law right yeah she, opens she, she's just yeah 
probably just going to release it so you can watch it for free or if you want to give us some money you could totally do yeah so, you can watch bits and pieces of it on her vimeo channel actually and she actually i was in touch with her for animation nights and she's like you, you can scream whatever which i sort of figured she would say <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's pretty cool there was a there was a work in progress screening of that movie and i was so ready to go but that stupid cold had me um yeah just knocked me out i couldn't make it but um bums me out but um yeah it, it should be really cool um i'm looking forward to that too yeah rebel animators uh but i actually had a in terms of if i may kind of just thinking because i had a question for you guys between in terms of uh the disney animated films that are going to be that are on their way um which of the two films, I mean, I don't know one's coming out before the other, but of the two, uh, between Gigant- Gigantic, is that how you pronounce it? Gigantic. Gigantic, Gigantic and um, Moana, which are the one, which of those two are you the most excited for? Uh, I'd say Gigantic, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm very intrigued by Moana, and yeah, I'm, just the whole setting and everything's really interesting, but gigantic i just i love i love things that uh when in animation when things play with scale and stuff mm-hmm. like um like that like they do a lot in uh zootopia yeah with the um animals and stuff and you know like in arietti and things like that i i just always find that making the beanstalk so making the beanstalk yeah yeah well, this is obviously this is a a um, descendant of that. In a way. <laughs> in mm-hmm. in a way, um, yeah, and I'm I just like the whole idea behind it. The um, it's going to be set in Spain, and um, that's cool. That Jack's get, and Jack's going to um, become friends with a um, a like a sixty foot ten year old yeah. girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And you know, just sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just the role Disney are on at the moment. Oh, and, and <laughs> it's going to be—it's going to have music. It's going to be mu- a musical with music from uh, Bobby and uh, Kristen Anderson Lopez. Oh, right for from Frozen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, like, get ready, at the very everyone. Least, at the very least, the soundtrack is probably going to be worth getting. Yeah, and bra- brace yourself for some more catchy tunes. But no, but neither of these movies have had trailers yet, or like much release beyond like concept art. So, well, I think Moana's had like a couple of, uh, at least of, of actual videos, uh, promotional videos showing like very, very few scenes from the film, but just not nothing that substantial yet. Oh really? What like actual like finished stuff from the movie? It looks so, like I remember I was watching um I was on Disney Channel one night watching a film and uh they you know that as Disney Channel is wont to do they will cut in with uh little clips of uh stuff that's you know from Disney related that's going to be coming out in the future and I think one of the things that I got to see was uh was Moana. And it was um I think there's just one there showed us one clip of uh Moana by a campfire on the beach and then you see the um oh god 
I can't, I can't remember what his name was. Uh, the the other character that they promoted with her. The Rock. That was the <laughs> being played by the Rock. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> and he's kind of running around the campfire doing like this really um I was supposed to act like ac- I was say acrobatics, but it was very like okay. it was very it was de- very definitely animation. Uh, oh, hang on, I think I found it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it exists. I swear. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I and one difference between this year's list and last year's list is this year I was very, I very much made the decision to not include any sequels. Ah yes. So there's obviously sequels that are going to be interesting to. Uh, Disney wise, <laughs> Wreck It Ralph two is somewhere along the way. You know what? So, I'm okay with the sequel for to that movie. I mean, it didn't need it, but yeah. I'm not complaining because I loved it so much. <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny because people are like, "Oh, Disney, Disney and their sequels." Oh, of course they're making Frozen too. Oh, Disney and their sequels. <laughs> mm. But um, when you think about it, when when has there ever been a you know a Disney classic movie that has had a theatrically released? Sequel. Jungle Book that is a fair point. And, um, Return to Neverland. Jung- Jungle Book were theatrical. Oh, that, that was oh that was but theatrical. They, but they were like, weren't they done by the um, by like the the Japanese studio? Disney yeah. Tune. I think so. yeah. No, I think yeah. they were. Yeah. I can only fi- the only fi- time that I can think of there being a actually theatrically released like Disney sequel that was like counted among their you know, their classic lines, whatever they... Disney's 50-second classic, whatever. The only one I can think of is Rescuers Down Under. Which right. was amazing. But this, I th- You know, there was still a big gap between those. I think this is the first time there's been... You know, with Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph, I think this is the first time there's been a sequel produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios that is, like, the same team mm. making, you know, a proper sequel... Instead this of a direct-to-video like, crime. Yeah. yeah, like The Lion King 2 and The Lion King 2 and a half, oh. whatever, and, uh, <laughs> and um, the Aladdin sequels, whatever, they were all direct-to-video, different teams and everything, because, you know, the real people are off making the next yeah, movie. Yeah, but I think the quality so, on some of those it, it varies drastically, though, yeah, they're definitely being all handled by different teams. Yeah, but we haven't actually seen, you know, yeah. like obviously, obviously Pixar have done it, <laughs> but we haven't seen it from Disney. Which so all they're like, oh Disney, <laughs> there's sequels. Oh, oh, oh. It's like let let's wait and see, eh? Let's see how it's especially if they we have the this. especially in Frozen's case, at least Frozen made so much money that they can afford to put that money that they got out of that into. Into a proper sequel, I mean, so there it's got that going for it at least. So normally, I like to think that anything that's got that much money behind it, even if it's not the most coherent movie ever put to film, at the very least, with that much money behind it, at least it's going to look good. And moving on from Dream uh, from Disney, uh, what about DreamWorks projects that are coming up? Um, Trolls, I have to say. 
not terribly excited about. Um, Why not? But obviously, have... <laughs> I, I, I can't get excited about Trolls, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just it just seems like the 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 B project to me this year um, <laughs> uh, that you you know that you've talked about there being the the okay. homes and the yeah the I'm Lego just, movie I but, I just know, the thing is like after Lego movie you can't like write off yeah but after after Lego movie they think that they can make an emoji movie uh. <laughs> <laughs> and a Playmobil movie Playmobil and, uh, movie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. that's I'm inter- Who's doing that? No one interesting. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just yeah. Oh, but um, obviously, how to train a dragon three. When that comes along, that's exciting. Yeah, that's gonna be hard freaking core. <laughs> yeah. So, so DreamWorks have only got like trolls coming. What, what other movies have they got? Well, there's the, hopefully, there's the Edgar Wright Shadow movie. <laughs> Edgar Wright Shadow movie, that sounds so good. Yeah, but I'm saying hopefully because, you know, with this Comcast deal, <laughs> we don't really know right. what's going to happen. They might go, hang on, no, let's just make Shrek 5. Yeah. <laughs> and at which point I'll go, oh dear God, no. And and and, but, and all the uh, yeah all the meme factories on the internet rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Edgar Wright making an animated movie that just has to be seen, mm-hmm. um, and that is uh, being co-written by David Williams, and yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, f- fingers fingers but, crossed for DreamWorks, everyone that they. <laughs> are still able to do the wonderful things that they can do with this whole new partnership oh. or no, I wouldn't say partnership because that partnership's not the right word. Cause I know we've discussed that before. That's different. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and from Pixar, we've obs- I'm hearing good things so far about finding Dory. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> like we, we discussed before, we got the inside, the inside take from about finding Dory. So I'm, I'm really super excited about that. Yeah, but people have seen like the opening ten minutes. Or oh, something seriously? And said, oh no, this is this is going to be emotional. <gasps> oh yeah. my god! Well, it's, it's I, I I kind of I had a feeling when we first got the announcement there was going to be some kind of like really emotional heartstrings to be pulled on with this movie, but still, just it's 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 Ellen DeGeneres' story, so it's going to be equal parts sad and equal parts hilarious. As as far as sequels go, I'm getting more vibes from this Toy Story vibes than you know my, yeah I like I like I like a, and I know it's a prequel I like Monsters University but it's not you know it's not it's nothing mind blowing <laughs> it's just a decent little yeah. movie um, but I'm you know this this is more in the sort of hopefully in the Toy Story sort of vibe has and there been any men- an, movie- any mention of like the great garbage patch no. The what? <laughs> no, yeah. I just have a feeling that that's going to be incorporated. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. Right. The environment. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, I really. That's what I. That's my prediction. I may be completely wrong. <laughs> they're going to run into it, and that's okay. I see. That's. I don't know. I'm basing that on nothing, but. I don't know. 
<laughs> we'll see. Putting my uh, money down. Pick, pick, Pixel wise, I'm most interested in Coco just because it's. Oh original. yes. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, obviously they, because it's, you know, going to be a bit culturally sensitive. I guess they need to, but I trust, I trust Pixar to do it right. <laughs> I'm sure that they've got, I'm sure that they've got people, you know, of um. Mexican descent People, or whatever working if, if on it. Brave so, is anything to go by. Like they are gonna revel in that attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brave's like really pushed the boat out when it came to like dialects and uh, mm. you know culture, really. Yeah. Um there's Toy Story Four as well, uh which you know, I can't help being excited about this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. There's a bit of oh, you're not, are you? But still. especially considering Toy Story it's, three just ended on <laughs> just dad making. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's just I can't like on paper get excited about a bloody movie about Bo Peep. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was so boring. They killed her off because she didn't do anything. <laughs> I just, I just felt really bad about. The fact that, you know, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the fact that, you know, the the, sto- the Toy Story, the main thing, was concluded with the very end of Toy Story 3. And it was just such a wonderful ending to just kind of bookend the story. And even then, even after that, we still have a whole bunch, you know, it, it still kind of lives on with all those various shorts mm-hmm. that they've done in the, the past couple of years. Like, the Toy Story of Terror was amazing, and even the, uh, God, what was the name of the other one? The, um, the Toy Story from the time before or something that i forgot yeah that even though that was yeah that was also really entertaining so i'm just you know i I was kind of hoping that maybe it's like oh this is where toy story is gonna live now like the 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 toy story characters is their home now and like that's just i kind of really was hoping that it would continue to be that way instead of having to feel like they needed to make another feature film but you know what if there if there's another story to be told here i i want to trust pixar i do in my heart of hearts, I want to trust them with this, but <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'd, I'd have, I'd have been happy if they left it, but as they're not leaving it, I'm, I'm gonna be optimistic and be like, I still want to see it, whatever they do. We'll, <laughs> so, we'll wait, we'll wait till we start oh, seeing some trailers. Story. Start seeing, wait till we start seeing some trailers for it, and then we'll see how opinion shifts from there. Because who knows? Maybe they'll Obviously, find a way to approach the story. There would be few for few things more disappointing than a Toy Story movie that didn't live up mm. to, to the sequel. But but I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay optimistic for now if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in the sort of the more indie vibe, there's gonna be a new Wes Anderson stop motion animated mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about Is that. Is that the one about dogs? Dogs. Yeah, the Japanese story about dogs. <laughs> awesome. We're with Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Edward Norton, and Brian Cranston. That is a cast. I tell you, that's. I just want to see the movie from for just for the cast alone. <laughs> yeah, that was just one of the most interesting animated movies of recent years. Mm. Fantastic, Mr. Fox. I I love it. <laughs> I really like that one too. So, and it's so Wes Anderson, <laughs> and I love Wes Anderson films. So hey, I'm on board <laughs> for for more. 
Um, and another stop motion animated movie, Bubbles from from um, Starbound. Uh, yep, the yeah. Michael Jackson chip. I know we mentioned it before, but it's I'm still excited for that. I started reading the script to that. Mm-hmm. I read I read like All the right, first yeah. ten pages or so. And I stopped because mm-hmm. I was like, no, I want to see this. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really, really funny. Um, oh, that's a... Yeah, it, uh, it, it, yeah it's going to be like a bigger movie, I think, than Anomalisa, if, if the script is anything to go by. Um, mm. Well, Anomalisa is like in the hospital, in a, in a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... that's true. Yeah, no, it's, and, and, yeah and like 40... 40 minutes of the movie just takes place in one room. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. No, that's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And at some point we're getting an Adventure Time movie. Really? Which, huh. yeah. Yeah, has there been any further announcements other than the fact that this is a thing that's going to happen or is they have they released any more details in regards to how that's progressing? No, I've heard nothing for ages, but just they, just, uh, you know, they better of... get on that. Does does anyone feel like that? Like it's sort of. I would um, be very excited to see it if it if it is going to be a thing because I've been seeing more and more of Adventure Time. You know, the the series yeah. this past couple of weeks, and the more I see, at least the, the aspects that people really, you know that really you know resonated with people, and I can see why it resonated with people. It's like, well, if they had a feature film is kind of like a I wouldn't say it's maybe like a conclusion but something that feels like you could bookend the series right. with okay okay it would be really really good and I would really be interested I, in seeing I something just, like that I'd just love to see what they'd do visually with like a, a full length film with a movie and... with a movie budget yeah exactly just that oh that's exciting because I mean the shows <laughs> the, anim- the animation in the show in general you know at particular and in certain episodes has been you know really impressive like i remember i watched um the stakes miniseries and uh there were quite a few bits of you know animation in the in those episodes where i just like wow this is really cool so now just like imagine that but with like a movie style budget behind it just like oh man that'd be so great (laughs) does anyone remember the powerpuff girls movie Yes, I actually oh, yeah. saw that in the universe, believe it or not. Oh, I'm so jealous of you for that. <laughs> I really My am. mom I... has never forgiven me for taking for making what? her, her take. No, she she really didn't get it. Well, so she's never going to forgive me for seeing it. It's like, well, I'm sorry, but at the time I wasn't old enough to drive myself to the movie theater. So <laughs> Did you take her did you take her to see Pokemon movies as well? Yeah. Well, and she, at least and she she was okay with those, but not the Powerpuff Girls. I'm confused. Apparently not. Fair enough. Yeah, but like that movie was <laughs> such a like such an amazing example of what you're talking about, where like the same designers and you know um, the whole team, pretty much who worked on the TV show, mm-hmm. were then just like allowed to have at it with a movie and. It's amazing. It's, it's yeah. So... I, I I don't remember too much about the plot of the Powerpuff Girls movie, but I do remember it being really liking the style of it. Still not on Blu-ray anywhere. 
you, I, I, to be honest, I've barely watched the TV yeah. series, but I, I've seen the movie and I love it. Oh right, <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah, actually, I think that's what Adventure Time could do because, um, yeah, I'd be surprised if they leaned too heavily on like the, the events of the show because quite quite a lot has changed mm-hmm. since it begun. Oh, definitely. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether they do like a, a retelling origin kind of story, or or yeah, just what they do with it. Yeah, or as far as origin stories go, I'm not entirely sure they could do that. At least with with stuff that they've mentioned in the in from the show already. But I'm thinking like um, just like a really big like you know world shaking event or something. That would take place, and then maybe once that movie comes out, they could still keep going with the show if they wanted to, but things would have to change to shape around what happened in the movie. Things kind wouldn't. Of, kind of oh, deal. They, well, they would. They wouldn't. They would. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's 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 the kind of something I would want to see from an Adventure Time film. But you know, mm-hmm. if we're, at least we're still going to be getting it. But you know, at least with what they've done in the show so far, and the more I'm really getting getting into it i would i kind of i would i trust the people who work on that show to be able to provide some really awesome stuff if they if they get you know with the with the movie budget and next up from brad bird will be incredibles Ooh. 2 Yay! the the pixar movie i most wanted yes. to see a sequel to I know, I know, Dan. Your your <laughs> opinion. I yeah, yeah. Well, I just get I just get mesmerized by movies that like are so good that they're really well self-contained stories. Because if yeah. a movie is good, then it's kind of doing the job of having the characters kind of come full circle and be solved in some way. Like, I feel the same way about Wreck-It Ralph, really. I can understand why a sequel is so appealing um, in terms of, like, the world. Because it can have Mario mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> in Do terms... you think they can actually afford to have Mario? When they buy Disney, mm-hmm. yeah. When they buy Nintendo. <laughs> when, they, when they buy Nintendo. When they buy Nintendo. Oh, ruin that. Ruin that. Ruin that. <laughs> yeah. Call back. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's how kind of... I know The Incredibles 2 would be good um, because there's just no way that like it's going to be bad. Especially <laughs> really. with, 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 with Brad Bird in the chair? Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, totally. No, he's he's like, he's like my you know my favourite like animation director and like Rath series just a masterpiece. Wow. Well, all of his so movies good. are so, so good. great. But that said, like it's 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 just uh, I wonder what's going to happen to that family because they became like superheroes at the end, and you know the ending kind of says, "Oh, there's nothing that can stop them now." Mm-hmm. Apart from, I guess the event, the Avengers movies have kind of shown us. Uh, apart from breakups from within, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't we speculate on the fact that? It could be like with the kids grown up. Yeah, and yeah I think that was right. speculated a while back, and I think that would be yeah. that would be that would be an interesting like uh, interesting dynamics. Like, okay, well, they became a superhero family, and you know, when you have 
families with kids, you know, the kids grow up and they go their own ways and have their own challenges. And so how would the family react to having these new challenges? Maybe there's a divorce. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> that, that would be dark. Oh, don't do that. Uh, well, I'm just saying it's a, neat, a, it's a nice little package. So, you know, it's just like life. It's like, <laughs> it's go, like and then that stage is oh, ended. Great. And, and then it's got like, Bob sleeping on Frozone sofa. Right. Yeah. That particular direction you know, it makes it have to deal with that. Maybe they come together in the end and then become friends. The, the incredible of sanity left so we can we can close this out properly <laughs> okay so there's lots of amazing animated movies coming down the pipeline so check out our most wanted list and see if you agree with us and let us know um, and you can follow everything we're doing on animationforadults.com you can find us on twitter at AFA blog you can find us on Facebook at Animation for Adults and Tumblr at Animation for Adults as well. And oh, we are now also on Instagram at Animation for Adults. Um, and you can go over to us on Patreon and support us and help us create lots more stuff and bring you extra episodes and everything and more podcasts and all sorts of exciting things. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Christor. And where can we find you? You can Dan? find me on Twitter at Hamu. Awesome. And Rachel? You can find me on Twitter at Filthy Ninja. And go I'm on. on Twitter at Eisner underscore Inc. And uh, also submit your short films <laughs> to animationnights.myc. Um, you can, or you can go to Film Freeway and find us there. Okay, and so I think before they arrest us for being too great, <laughs> I think. Oh no! I hear the I sirens outside. They I found me. <laughs> I think it's time. 
for us to say good night and we will catch you very soon <laughs> good night, good night good evening. yeah the choppers yeah. are coming goodbye <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Who has a bird? Yeah. Oh, is that really loud? That got really loud. It sounds, like talked, it sounds like you walked into like yeah, um, just a. I've bird. captured one. No, I, I <laughs> that's so funny. It's not even really that loud to me. No, that's just some chatty bird outside. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean an actual bird. <laughs> In case you guys were confused. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we thought uh, a lady? You mean a lady? Yes. <laughs> I was just making a Jeff Biscuits joke. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Jeff Biscuits. Hashtag Jeff Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs>